Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Afternoon Morning Show. That was an especially exciting way to do it. Yeah. Uh, my name is Chris Mueller. I'm joined, as always, by Vinny Kiamko Yap. Hello, everyone. Hey, Vinny. What's up? I am doing okay. Yeah? Yeah. This is fun. I, is this, so Vinny and I are trying a new thing. If you've been listening along, you know this. We're recording like four in a row. And it's kind of fun. This is good. Yeah. It's quick. This is kind you, of how our no, mind works. Now, you may not think so if you're a listener. If you're like, no, we, we don't like it. Um, so one of the things I've realized, and it was it was an issue when I was doing radio, too, when I was on um, Relevant Radio. I had We had a show called Trending, and we would talk about trending topics in the news or things. But the hard thing was you had to record two at a time, and then they would be released like the next week. Mm-hmm. And the news cycle is so fast that if you talk about what's trending today, it's not trending tomorrow. Yep. Um, or the story's developed or whatever, yep. you know? Um, and so with the afternoon morning show, I, I, my vision is to do, I would really love to do a, a daily talk show. I would really love to do that. But just for the logistics of life, it's really hard to do a daily talk show where no one gets paid. Yep. Um, to do it. Like if Vinny, if I could pay Vinny like a salary to come in and we could do like three hours of radio every day, I would. I would be stoked. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that Freaking. would be so good. Unbelievable. Uh, I'd do a lot more weird singing off mic. This is true. Um, yeah. Me, you and Megan every day for three hours of like drive time radio. Wouldn't that be like the best life? That would be the best thing that ever. Be, oh my gosh. That'd be great. We'd have to do a little more show prep. I, there are probably some people that are like, that's too much. That wouldn't of them. be a great thing. <laughs> that's that would too be. much of well, them. Well, you wouldn't have to listen to all three hours. Stop it with your selfishness, listener. Um, selfishness. How dare you? You would listen to the whenever you were in the car. Yeah. You know, and like unless they're driving for three hours and they get us. For then the you get hours. all of it. All. But of then at nonsense. that point, that's a choice. But can I say, like, okay, three-hour radio shows? They talk about the same stories multiple times they over do. the three hours because they realize the people listening aren't going to listen. So we wouldn't have to. So anyway, anyway, yeah. I digress. Vision. I do, yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's <a> vision. <laughs> but if you're enjoying, so what we're kind of moving to is trying to do topical or theme-based yes. shows so that they're not dependent on current events. We will talk about current event things like big things that have overarching themes like political, like, yeah. the, like the upcoming presidential election, which I'm just, I don't want to touch yet. We no, touched, not yet. We touched it a while back. It's so far away. Nope. And it's an expletive show all around. It really is. God bless America. We'll get into it when uh, there's more. I feel... The, just, I want to say that as a culture, we need to begin standing up for civility in our discourse. I, I don't care. And again, I do care if you're a Republican or Democrat. I do care what you believe about abortion. I do care what you believe about, um, you know, marriage. And and I, I never wanted to know that there was a term, the, the cisgender or whatever, like that. That's a thing. I don't, I don't want to. But the thing is, like... We, we do need to talk about it. I do care what you think, but we need to talk to each other civilly about it. And it can't be you hate me because you don't Agreed. agree with me. You know, that makes sense. Agreed. So we will talk about some of those things um, because it's just it's just degrading so quickly. Yeah. Today, we're not going to talk about nope. that. That is not this that day. Is, that is not today. <laughs> uh, Watch that movie last what movie night. What movie is that? Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Is it? Yeah, where Aragorn's... On his horse, back and forth. You know what? I want and... to say that I get that reference from Phineas and Ferb, where they did an episode where I think Ferb says that he does this big rousing speech. Yeah, but that it, was yeah. Ferb Caliber. That or, was yeah. a yeah. But that, I, I believe that was a callback to. It probably was Lord of the Rings. It probably was. I just I just haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, where he's riding around on his horse. He goes, but that is not this day. Yeah, totally. This that, day we will blah blah blah. blah. That was probably the reference. Thank you, Vinny. Yeah. You've enlightened me in my pop culture. I got you. You know, I'm 43, and uh, I don't get things anymore. That's uh, true. I've stopped evolving. <laughs> I made some joke with the youth minister at St. Martha's where, is it a dad thing to where, like, you forget 
or just botch completely botch the names of songs oh i do i always have though common songs that like if you listen to whatever radio station you listen to christian pop whatever it never fails my dad did this you know he, the new youth minister's doing this. Apparently, you do this. You just forget what the name. I usually the just say like the most like the chorus because the name should be whatever the chorus is. I don't care. Not. I don't care what your song is. I don't care if your creative thought process was different. Screw you. It should be what the chorus is. <laughs> the word that you say the most should, should be the be name the of the song. Should, should be, be the name of the song. song. Like there's what is that? There's that one worship song where then it, it's obviously uh, like the chorus is like they say it over and over again. And it's like reckless or something. I don't know what it is, but like reckless love, maybe, yeah. And but then, but then the name of the song is something totally different. No, it's reckless love. Is it reckless love? Because yeah. there's another song called. There's another song. No, there's like there's two songs, and they both should have the same name, but then one of them is something different, and I can't remember what. It was. Anyway, so this is this is the most Joe Biden moment. Anyway, yep. um, that's political. I reference politics. Hey, I did. Uh, so anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. So I did this video on Facebook a while back, and. It was not prompted by anything other than I knew that parent meetings were starting, but it was called, uh, it was, I, I, I call it sort of playfully, uh, a loving rant and it's had like thousands of views now. It I was, agree. It was a yeah, loving, it rant. was a loving rant. It wasn't intended to be that way, but it sort of developed into that. Um, and, and the whole thing was, I've been to a lot of parent meetings as a parent and I've seen a lot of parent meetings as a speaker or you're invited to call. Uh, I've seen like things done badly over and over again. And so I just thought like, well, here, let's, let's just do a loving rant about some of the, the worst things I see. Like yes. the passive aggressive. Oh, I, I, you know, like the, well, I know no one really wants to be here this week. But no, no, no. We're all just going to make the best of it. Or no. I, there was one person I, I saw who there was a change in the program style that had been directed from above and they were resistant. So they would open every meeting with that sort of I passive. I know we don't like, want to be here. I know that this is new and it's different and a lot of people don't like it. It, but we're just going to make the best of it. And you're like, wow, that is. There's a where, what a way to shoot yourself in the foot. And now here's our speaker, Chris Mueller. Great, great thank, thank, thank you. you, thank you very much. Uh, so I had to learn to overcome these. Does that make sense? Like as a speaker, I've had to. So over- you've actually, like, as a speaker, have ran into these moments where people I have ran into say that, that before, like before, before introducing, introducing me. Yes, yes, they'll do 20 minutes of it sucks. No one wants to be here. We're just going to make the best of it. Here's all the requirements that you're not doing. Um, yeah. And yeah. Oh, that's rough. Oh yeah. That is Absolutely. rough. It, it is rough. Um, so that's something that has been, sorry, I'm texting my wife cause she texted in the middle of the thing. Sorry. 20, it's all good. Sorry. This is, I'm not going to edit this out. This is real life. Catholic. This is, this um, is what it looks like people. But it's true. Like, and so like, I, I feel like. like as parent meetings, we, as Catholics, like, and this is going to be maybe this, I hope this isn't like too much inside baseball for like Catholic youth ministry. Yeah. I think it's applicable to like parent meetings at school yeah. or at sports or the rec center or whatever. Like if your parent meetings suck, that is going to have a trickle down effect into the rest of your program. Oh, absolutely. Right. Because yeah. like, like if you say to parents, you have to be someplace, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the reason they're showing up is not because you said that they have to be there. That might have been the the like the the like that that's like sort of the what's around it. Yeah. But like the reason they're showing up is they think it's important. Yeah. Right. So like if you if you think if they think it's important that um 
like their kid is going to play water polo or their kid's going to play football yeah. or their kid's going to do rec league basketball or the kid's going to get their sacraments. Then if you say there's parent meeting, they're going to show up to your parent meeting, not because you made them, but because they think the end goal yeah. is important. So respect that, right? Like don't waste their freaking time. And I just, I've seen too many parent meetings where the, the coordinator gets up there and they essentially read an email. Yep. That's it. Like they just, they just read an email and you're like, what the freak? I could have, I could have stayed home. Yeah. Right? Like I, oh, we're just going to go over the schedule. Send me the yeah. schedule. Cause A, you tell it to me, I'm not going to remember it. Yep. Or yeah, I just, I just, or you, or they hand out like 19 and a half billion sheets of, of paper. Oh yeah. And you're like, I, you mean you want me to go through all of this? Literally it feels like a syllabus. Right. Or they put on a video. Oh yeah. Right. It's yep. just a video on a, and, and then they, they don't have a good audio video system. So it's just like this bad video from the eighties or in the nineties, uh, that, yeah. It could be from the eighties. It could I mean, be from There's the some 80s. people that, when they that. pull out the VHS cassette and, you yep. know, or they roll in the TV like they used to when I was in school. Yep. That's when you know you're in for a real, oh one. yeah. The TV cart. Yeah. That's good. Well, was, I mean, back in the nineties, you saw the TV cart roll out as a kid and you were like, or I'm into it. My favorite is they show the video, but then they can't get the video to work. So then they spend 15 minutes talking about how technology screwed everything up. And this is so, well, we'll see if he can figure it out. No, 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 Oh no. yeah. Oh my word. So yeah. Yep. So I just think, you know, so, so today I kind of want to talk about some things that, that we can do maybe in parent meetings or maybe just in, in general meetings or, or if you, or if you're in like a business meeting or whatever, yeah. like what's the point of your meeting? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, I just, I feel like sometimes we, we have these things, even as in business, even in like education, like, oh, we're going to have a staff meeting. Why? Mm-hmm. Well, cause we have to. Why? why? Well, to make sure everybody's on the same page. Why? why? Right. Like that's, so what's the why? And, and so how are you going to? And so like, I just want to say, like, if you're having a, a parent meeting or a staff meeting, like if if your goal is not to invite people into whatever the vision is for your your business or your church or your program, or then you're wasting everyone's time, right? Because yeah. most of the information you could have given them, you could have given them on an email or in a flyer or, mm. you know what I mean? But like Chick-fil-A is great at this. Right. Yeah. Chick-fil-A, like they do, I don't know how they do it, but they do a great job of making every single employee feel like they're part of something bigger. Yep. Right. So that they, you get that, you get the same level of quality experience every time you go to Chick-fil-A. Right. Um, Like as Catholics, we're just really bad at that at our parent meetings. Any meetings really. Because think about it. It's not just, or if it's baptism prep. Yeah. <laughs> how many, how many, I mean, honest to God, like how many people have gone to baptism prep? Like there'll be a parent, like a lot of times what happens at parishes is you'll have your, your godparents or the only other Catholics, you know, or your sibling yeah. who doesn't really go to church, but they're, it's an honorary title you're giving yeah. them. And they go to this baptism prep meeting and they think, well, phew, made the right decision by not showing up here very often. Yep. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's the thing. And like, well, what if our goal was by the end of this parent meeting, we want these people to be like, man, I can't wait to get to church on this place yeah. is this place I want to belong. You know what I mean? What if by the end of your staff meeting, people were like, man, I, I want to go out and I want to serve like the, the people yeah. we serve. I want to do a better job because I feel like I believe what we're doing. You know, I feel like that would change. It just, uh, you know, so what's your goal? What's your goal with your staff meeting, or your parent meeting, your staff meeting, your whatever meeting? Yeah. I And, and my it's, it's been a running theme over the last several months, at least within my circles of just like there there's this want for like th- there needs to be the balance between being able to build community and also lighting a fire fire under people's butts yeah you know 
Right. And I feel like at, at meetings, at staff meetings, parent meetings, what have you, like, that should be the goal is the fact that if you're gathering for a purpose, the goal is to see results after that meeting. Right. It should be inspirational. It should be invitational. Right. It shouldn't be. I mean, it's very rarely should a parent meeting or a staff, you know, should it be a, you know, you don't have unless you've built relationship, you don't have the capital to to make that about uh let me see accountability yet. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, if, yeah, you know, and I feel like, uh, like Chris, it's the same thing, like Christmas mass, Christmas mass. If you give the homily about you, people need to come to church more often and you're all going to hell because you didn't go to church. And no, 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 You don't have the credibility in the eyes of these people to have that conversation. No. Yet. If you didn't invite them into the mission of the gospel, like if that's not what your Christmas homily was about, was inviting people into the life of Christ, then, you know, you don't have, you yeah. don't have the, you know, like, so if you're just going to give condemnation, you don't have the relationship yeah. with them to be able to speak hard truths in their yeah. life at this point. And I'm not saying they're not important. They're absolutely important. Yeah. Absolutely. have to tell them, but it's not what you, it's not the first conversation yeah. to have with them. You know? I think one of the best Christmas homilies that really kind of tied into what you're talking about. And I think you, I, I know I've also heard you say it from time to time in around the Christmas time is just the fact that the whole idea of like welcoming a child and your, your life is interrupted within the chaos and everything else. Your life is interrupted. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's the point, but there's always joy that's brought from it, you know? And right. I remember hearing that and being like, yeah, you're, you're right. Right. Like, and, and in that sense, there was a fire lit under my butt to be like, yeah, that hour on a Sunday, if that's all that I can give. Right. Like it is that interruption to where I literally get to leave everything else at home. Right. And focus. Yeah. But again, like I have, I don't know how many times I've been to other parishes and I've heard homilies that are just like, you know, well, like you had said, the, well, this is the only time you come to mass and X, Y, Z. Or the passive aggressive, like, well, it's nice to see all of you. Yeah. You know, like, shut up. Yeah. Dude, shut. No one, no one likes that relative. Right. And I've been, and I've also been to parent meetings. Like there've been a couple of other retreats that I've done. Where like I've heard that like there was there was just this culture of just like well this is a confirmation retreat and you got to go on it and even on retreat you know like right. the opening talk on retreat for some place it's like like who are you bringing into that right you're not sharing a vision yeah you're not telling them what the mission and the goal is of it you're just checking the box and if you're checking the box or you're making it sound like you're checking the box that's all they're gonna do i always try to turn on its head like when i get a chance to do a parent meeting or i stand for a group of parents i always start like well why are you here and you know and then i i usually give a I sometimes I even give a handout like yeah. you know why are you here tonight and i'll and and have them think about that talk about that and i go you know the reality is sometimes we think we're here because someone made us we think we're here because that but the reality but the truth is like if you look around the room how many people aren't here how many people do you know who are supposed to be here aren't here because it wasn't important enough to them? The reason you're here is because you think that this is important. You think a relationship yeah. with God is so important that, or, or for your kid to receive Christ in the Eucharist is so important that you took time out of your incredibly busy schedule to be here because it's important to you. It's like, why are you here is not because we made you. It's because you think this is valuable, yeah. important. So why don't we start there? And like, that's, and so like that, that idea of just reinforcing and, and really praising people and saying like, you're the rock star. You're the one you're the one who was here because it's important to you. I want to honor that. Let's build on that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just think it's a lot better ground to build on, you know? Well, yeah. But again, that's that's that initial uh, relationship build. Right. You're sitting there because you recognize 
the fact that they're putting the time and effort into this. Right. You know, so you're already praising them for something that is very evident just by them with their butts in the seats. Right. Yeah, totally. That they don't even know. Exactly. Does it make sense that they don't even know? Because the devil plays games with us, Mm -hmm. right? Like, well, I don't want to be here. No, 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 no. No, dude, you wanted to be here. Yeah. Because if you didn't want to be here, you wouldn't be here. I say that to teens too, right? Like how many of your friends, like uh, on a retreat, like if I get a really, uh, a really negative group or, or, or I get that introduction from the the host who's like, well, I know a lot of us didn't want to be here this weekend, but I usually will come out and I'll try to do that. That whole, I address that. I'm like, you know what? You guys are really good at not doing things you don't want to do. Yeah. Like you're really good at it. So I mean, some of you guys, like you, your parents will say, do this. And if you don't want to do it, you'll find a way not to yeah. do it or to make their life so miserable that you don't have to do it. Yeah. And some of your friends aren't here because they made their parents' life so miserable that their parents finally like, screw it. I'm not going to do it. But that's not you because something mm. in you wanted to be here. Something in you wants to know if this is real. Something in you is excited to find out this, if this God thing is real and what he has to say in your life. And so this weekend, let's take all those voices of negativity, all of those things that are saying, I don't want to be here, this is not, just for a moment say, you don't know, shut up. Because I'm here because God wants me to know him, right? And so I'm going to give, I'm going to, I'm just for a second, I'm just going to suspend all that other stuff. I'm going to say, be silent to all those other voices. So in this moment, I can move forward and say, yeah, there's a part of me that wants that. Mm. So I'm going to let that grow. You know, and it's amazing how kids respond to that when you just kind of confront it. You yeah. Know? I don't know. It's just, it's, 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 it's so, it's simple. But yeah. You have to stop and you think about what's the point, right? Well, I, th- I think the big thing too is, is the fact that addressing it, you know, because the reality is, is that you're meeting it head on and going, look, here's the reality of, uh, of just, what I know from face value. Yeah. But here's also the reality of, of probably what's going on. Right. And so let's dive into that. Like you're not trying to play these games and, and pretend that, that it's either one way or another where they want to be there or don't want to be there. You're, you're, you're being as real as possible. Right. I mean, I don't know again, like even with staff meetings or, or what have you, right. You know, that, that pretending of like everybody else is just, supposed to be there right they didn't shoot like well do every who who doesn't want to be part of something big exactly who doesn't want to be part of something that's 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 world changing that's life changing that's people's day changing and like so again chick-fil-a right like it's a crappy part-time job at a fast food place in in theory right but somehow they've managed to make that gosh if i can say my pleasure to that person and really have that positive yeah. interaction i might change their whole day yeah. and so you've got these these young people who are bought into that like just by serving these people exactly the smile on my face i have the opportunity to bring and and that's why people go to chick-fil-a because yeah. the they, they leave feeling good ba- yeah. yeah good i mean they get good quality food but the experience is good yeah you know what i mean like that changes someone's day. Well, and right? what Chick-fil-A has done too is, especially out of my friends and, and out of young adults that have worked at Chick-fil-A, that mentality bleeds into everything else. Absolutely. Like, I don't know how many times um, one of my buddies that's now over um, with the University of Steubenville, Franciscan, um, or Franci- University of Franciscan. Right, whatever. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but like I've caught him a couple of times, you be like, "Yo, thanks, man, my pleasure." And then we'll all sit there and go, "Ah," because yeah. you said it. But the reality is, is that there is that bleed from what they've said at Chick Fil A right. into the rest of of your life. And think about this, like uh, Chick Fil A, which I love. This whole thing's become like 
Chick- all about Chick-fil-A. Well, the- they're a good example of they really people who do something really well. Does that and make sense? It's delicious. But because of the positive experience people have when they go to Chick-fil-A, right, they become Chick-fil-A evangelists. Yeah. Even though it's really overpriced fast food. It I mean, is. It's stupid expensive. But it's good. But it's good. But the, but the experience is, but people aren't loyal because it's good. Does that make sense? Yeah. They're loyal because of the whole experience that yep. they have there, right? So think about our parent meetings or your staff meetings or whatever. Like, what if what if that mindset was this meeting? We have to communicate some information. That's a true. But our goal for this meeting is to communicate that information and to inspire people. Mm-hmm. Our, our goal is to communicate that information and, and them to have such a good experience that they're going to go tell their friends, you've got to be part of this because it was so good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that changes your parent meeting from an orientation to an event. Right. Mm-hmm. Like from a and, uh, you know, and that's just not it's, a, it's such a missed opportunity. You know, what if what if the goal of baptism prep was not just to make sure that everybody's qualified to be a baptism, yeah. but to go, no, we want to start something right here that's going to be a fire, you know what I mean, that in this person's life or rekindle a fire yeah. that's in their life or bring people back to the church. Or what if wedding prep was like, we're not just, it's hoops to jump through to make sure that they're compatible or say we've done it, but it was like, no, we want to form, we, we want to help form holy Catholic marriages, you know, that are going mm-hmm. to change the world. You know what I mean? Like, what's your vision? And again, we talked about vivid vision for personal life, but like, I think sometimes all these meetings suck because we have no vision on yeah. what it is. And it's not even just our meetings suck. Um, you know, like, and I, and I, and I, I can say quite frankly, 99% of Catholic parent meetings suck. Yeah. Are terrible. But also the way we do announcements are terrible too. Yeah. Like I, 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 and you know, I'll go to different, different churches and I'll, I'll hear the youth minister get up after their, their youth mass, quote unquote, and he'll stand up and go, Hey, we'd like everybody to come to life team tonight. We've got food and come on over. Everybody's invited. You know what you didn't say? Why? Yeah. Why? Why should I come? Cause you got yeah. pizza? Brother, we got pizza at home. That's not that big a draw yeah. to me. Like you, you're all, so what is, what, like, what are you inviting me into? Yeah. Right. And so share a little bit about what, like, so, or, or you're having a, a fundraiser dinner, right? Yeah. Like come to Denim's and Dinan's because no, 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 Why? What are you inviting me into? What's the mission yeah. that you're inviting me into? If you tell me, hey, we're doing this, we're doing this uh, fundraiser event, this, or what? Hey, tonight uh, we're selling tickets to our, our annual dinner dance. Um, you need to know that the, the proceeds from this dinner dance go to supporting our local uh, pro-life pregnancy yeah. centers. And we've saved this many lives for this. Yeah. So you're going to have a great night at this event, but just not just have a great night. You're also going to be saving lives. So even if you can't go, come on out, stop by, talk to us about it, maybe make a donation, but we'd love to have a great night with you. And having that great night, you're actually mm. not just changing lives, but saving lives. Heck yeah, I want yeah. to be part of that. Does that make sense? Yeah, because you've you've brought them into the, you're inviting them into the mission and you've clearly stated what right. the mission is. Hey, teens, tonight after mass, we're having life, teen. I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel like this idea of God is too big for me to get my head around. Well, tonight we're going to talk about how can I know a God who's so big? Yeah. How can I, how can I know that God personally in a way that mm. I can understand and learn his will for my life? Yeah. Maybe there's a party that really thinks that's, that that is impossible, but there's a little bit of you that wants to know if it is possible. Yeah. Come tonight, find out. Ooh. We'll see you after night. You know, like, okay, that's exciting. I yeah. want to be part of that. And as a parent listening to it, I'm like, I I want Jimmy to go to that. Yeah. But if I think he's just going to go play games and eat pizza, frick, he's got homework he's got to homework do. He's got homework to do. Okay? Yeah. I, we got crap going there's on no, in our life. Yeah. Right? So you're selling mission. You're selling vision, not just to your students, but to your parents. Yeah. Don't waste it. Oh my yeah. gosh. Don't waste it. I'm it's nuts. It, this is. If it, you're going to say the same thing you said oh, last week, so don't bother. Yeah. Don't bother. Don't say the same thing you said last yeah. week. It wasn't good last week. 
Because it, it, if, it, if it wasn't good the week before, it'll just get worse. Right. You know? Right. And I think a lot of it, too, is also the delivery of, like, the way you say it. If you're not stoked about it, no right. one else is going to get stoked about it. But it, you can only be stoked about it if you're clear on what your yeah. vision is for it. Right? Like, if you're, if you know, otherwise, you're, you're, an, you're an imposter. Right? And, and I think that's, that's part of it is we, we're making announcements, but we don't know why. Yeah. We're having parent meetings, but we don't, we, we, like, our why isn't the why. Our why is the imposter why. It's the, well, we have to have this meeting to give them the information. No, send a freaking email. That's not why yeah. you're having the email. You're, you're not having the meeting to give them information. You're having the meeting to set culture for your organization. Yeah. That's why you're having the meeting. Why do we have confirmation events once a month in our paradigm here at St. Martha's? Because that's our ability to affect the culture, right? Um, you know, that, that's what we do that. You know, why do, why do we do life team now? That, that, Cause we're twice. So like that, that idea of why are we doing this? What's my vision for this? You know, it's huge and it's not, you can't, you can't be wishy-washy on it. You have to be clear. Oh yeah. Cause if you, anyways, I feel like I'll just keep being the dead horse of the same things that you're saying. What do you go ahead? No, say, it say was, just, but it, like, if, if you're not being clear about it, that it's not going to even peak interest. Well, yeah, you totally. Know? Like, I don't know how many staff meetings I've been to, though, you know, there there's always something I can take from a staff meeting, but there have been some things that I'm like, we talked about this last time. Send me an email. Like, there was no need to right. rehash that. Right. And granted, staff meetings have gotten way better over at the parish, but, like, there are just so many meetings I've been to <laughs> that are just like... This this is absolutely an email. I don't know how many vicariate meetings I've been to. Right. They're oh, just yeah, yeah. like, those are, the, right. what was the need? Right. What was the need? Why did we do this? What was your vision for this? And, well, we and, have to have meetings. No, we don't. Right. But, but again, you know, uh, you know, the other thing is, what's your role? So I, I, I see this at parishes. I see this in, and this is also a problem in business. I read a lot of business books. But you have a, a, a parish leader, a pastor who doesn't understand what their role is. And I mean that in, in a particularly large parish ministry, and that's where I come from, right? Like 5,000, yeah. 7,000 families. Like if you're the pastor of a five to 7,000 family parish, then you should not be at choir practice. Does that make yeah. sense? Unless there's something dramatically wrong, you, shouldn't, you should not be at choir practice because you should have your choir director so on in tune with your thought process, you should be, because you've communicated the vision to that person yeah. that you trust them to then implement that vision. Mm -hmm. If you are the pastor of a 7,000 family parish, you should not be uh, micromanaging your youth minister. Yeah. Right? If you have to micromanage your youth minister, fire them, get a new one. Yeah. You don't have time to do it. You're supposed to set the vision. They're supposed to implement the vision. Exactly. Absolutely. Right? That's that your goal at when you're running an organization like that is you're supposed to be the one casting vision. Yeah. Right. And then other people can make that vision happen, but you can't. And the more you try to make that vision happen yourself by running every single ministry or micromanaging every single person, the it's going to suck. Yeah. You know? That's I've just you know, and I, I see that I see that a lot, yeah. a lot. Uh, well, and that's, I'll, I'll bring the book back up. It's my turn to bring up a book. Oh, there you go. Um, well, and I, I, I did, I know I did in, in one of the past episodes, but like the extreme ownership, the book, extreme ownership, right. Written by Jacko Willink is a former Navy SEAL. Right. Um, and, and he goes into, to this moment of like, you know, there's a, the whole battle at the beginning of the book and they realized that there was an issue. Um, and people were wondering whose fault it was. You know, and he gets up in front of his SEAL team, his commanding officer, his chief, and then the investigator, 
Um, and it's just like, it was my fault. And he, here's what happened. Here's what wasn't clear. Right. And, and then here's what I'm going to do to make it clear. Right. And people rallied behind that. Right. And so when things are clear, when there's, when you have a clear vision of what's going on and you voice it in a way that gives everybody else the the proper information to do the job well that you're asking them to do right that changes the game they do they work with big businesses small businesses that have these little like leadership issues right and they're seeing how connecting the staff with a clear vision right and and getting everybody on board of the mission and how to achieve that. Right. And the information is clear and concise and you're not saying anything that is superfluous to the mission. Right. The game changes. It inspires people. Absolutely. You know, and again, Chick-fil-A is a great, and I use Chick-fil-A because they're, they make chicken sandwiches. That's what they do. But they've made their vision yeah. bigger than chicken sandwiches and they've communicated it to their staff, mm. right? To their to the people yeah. who work, right? Disney does a great job of that. Yep. Um, I, I don't know why Catholic churches, we can't put that together because our vision, our goal, our mission is huge, yeah. right? Uh, it's the movement of Jesus Christ. Like, you know, like it's go forth and make disciples yeah. of all nations, right? Like baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And that's that's not something that's just for a select class. It's for every single person in that church. That's your call, right? Um, why we can't put it together I don't understand, yeah. but it's something that we, I think we can do better at. And so just, if you're, if you're, if you're a ministry person, you know, that's something to think about. The last thing I want to say about this, cause we're running out of time is, um, as a minister, as a, as a, as a leader, you know, if you're in a, particularly in a big situation or a large business or whatever, even a small one, like that question we talked about last time, what if it was easy? Yeah. Like, what if it was easy you know, if you're if you're running a parish or you're doing youth ministry, for instance, right? What would make youth ministry easy? Having a lot of volunteers, absolutely. I mean, having enough core team to do the things who actually did things is going to mm. make it easy. You're never going to have that unless you can clearly communicate vision and invite people into that yep. vision. No one is going to do anything if you need a volunteer, but they'll do everything if they believe they're part of the mission yep. of what that's being done. If they believe it's their mission as much as it is your mission yeah. because you've, you've invited them into that, sold them into that, and they've witnessed you working towards that, then you'll have people who do things that you would never expect. Giving time like a paid employee better than some paid employees yeah. because they believe in what you're doing and you've given them ownership of it. Right. And so I just think that's something we can do better. Um, and I, Hey, so this is something I would love to talk to people about. If you want to talk about vision and, and team building and announcements or parent meetings or whatever, go to everydaycatholic.com slash contact. Just send me an email. I'm not, this is not a fee I'm charging, although we yeah. would, we would accept a donation. Uh, <laughs> but it's just something I want to, I want to, this is, I, I want to support the yeah. church. Like I do. I do. So if you're a youth minister, you're new, or you've been in it a while, or you're just not being able to recruit volunteers, I'd love to talk to you about what you're doing and how we can help you improve that. Mm. Does that make sense? Um, well, hey, this has been the Afternoon Morning Show brought to you by Everyday Catholic. Everyday Catholic is a 501c3 nonprofit. We depend on the support of listeners like you. If you like the show, go ahead and go to everydaycatholic.com slash donate and make a monthly pledge. Also, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Or it really favor. helps people find the show. God bless you guys. We will catch you next time. Bye, guys.